If you live in the U.S. or Canada, chances are that you've had your mail delivered by someone driving an LLV, or the Grumman Long Life Vehicle. It's quite a product name. I mean, it seems pretty on brand for Grumman. They built the spacecraft that landed on the moon and called it the, quote, lunar module. That is if, if we landed on the moon, right? Right? <sighs> I can't be, get distracted by your conspiracy theories today. Mm, okay. So we're just going to keep talking about the LLV. Its name has turned out to be pretty dang accurate, as these mail trucks have been in near daily service for a long time. They were initially designed for 24 years of work, but back in 2009, the U.S. Postal Service extended their lifetime to 30 years, which is about the average time an LLV has been on the road today. These vehicles, they don't look anything like anything else that is on the road, and that is because they were specifically designed for the U.S. Postal Service for the purposes of delivering mail. They kind of look like they were designed by Pixar or something. They are, are you familiar with Postman Pat? No. It is a, it was a show when I was a kid about a postman and he had a, like a cartoonish like vehicle, which if you Google Postman Pat, I mean, it's not too far off the Grumman vehicle, to be honest. Um, but it's, but our one is, uh, Postman Pat's one is red. I'll put Postman Pat in, in the show notes. <laughs> go, mm-hmm. go read about Postman Pat. He looks like a, like a nice person. Yeah, Postman Pat's a very nice guy. That's good. This fleet of LOVs was purchased starting 34 years ago, uh, and the construction of them basically went from 1987 to 1994, and as we mentioned, were built by defense contractor Grumman. Can I ask, do you know why defense contractors build the Postal Service vehicles? Well, it's a it's a government contract. Right. They actually Grumman has actually built several fleet vehicles, even for private companies. Right. Over the years, including fire trucks and like big delivery trucks used by companies like UPS. I guess it's like specialist manufacturing, right? With government yeah. contracts and stuff. Okay, I guess that makes sense because it does sound strange, right? Right. Like oh, also by the way, uh, the Grumman post vehicles are bulletproof. <laughs> Can they have cannons? We're going to land on the moon. (laughs) (laughs) So the LLV was meant to replace the older Jeeps that the post office had used for years. The new vehicle was to be custom designed for delivering mail. So it includes a large metal tray for holding mail and a roll-up rear door for easier loading and unloading. The LLVs operated in the United States are all right-hand drive, so mail carriers can deliver mail while still driving on the correct side of the street. They also feature an incredibly tight turning radius, a low-geared three-speed automatic transmission, and the ability to haul around up to 1,000 pounds of cargo. Didn't know that about the the right-hand drive. That's interesting, right? Do you it takes specific training? I think you probably get trained but i think you probably also get used to it yeah or or maybe at the end of your day like you get in your own personal vehicle and you get in the wrong side (laughs) (laughs) oh no this is an issue that i have a lot or had a lot when i was traveling backwards and forwards from the u.s because there was one year where i realized that i'd been in cars for longer in america than i had in the uk in that year (laughs) and it was always surprised me when I would go to get in a car here because I would go to the wrong side for a while. <laughs> so the LLVs lack a lot of creature comforts. The interior is shockingly bare with thin metal making up the bulk of the body, which itself rides on a modified chassis from a 1982 Chevy S10 Blazer. Uh, the boxy truck gets a mere 10 miles per gallon, which it's not good that, by any stretch. That is not good. 
There's no air conditioning, which makes the trucks incredibly hot or even dangerous during the summer. In 2018, a mail carrier was found dead in her LLV in Los Angeles as the city was suffering from a massive heat wave with temperatures reaching 117 degrees Fahrenheit or about 47 degrees Celsius. Yeah, and from reading online, it seems like the heat in the trucks is less than adequate and is prone to failing. Unfortunately, that's not the only heat issue that these trucks experience. So it's not just about the heat of the sun. It's not just about the fact that you can't heat in the winter. Um, we'll talk about fires after this break. This episode of Ungenius is brought to you by Fortnite from Epic Games. If you know anything about Fortnite, you'll know that every season there are some insanely cool story and map changes. Over the past few seasons, we've seen everything from the island flooding to the legendary black hole. In this season, the zero point has been contained, but reality collapsed in the process, restoring a natural balance to the island. Craft weapons, hunt wildlife for food, and do everything it takes to survive. Picking up the battle pass lets you run wild with the likes of Laura Croft and Teen Titans Raven. Jump into Fortnite now to experience it all, or go to fn.gg slash season six. Once again, go to fn.gg slash season six, six being a digit, to go see it all. Our thanks to Fortnite for their support of the show and Relay FM. It's been known for years that as the LLVs age, some of them catch fire. In July of 2020, Vice reported on just how bad the problem had become. According to their findings, 407 LLVs have caught fire since May of 2014, out of the estimated fleet of 140,000. In 2017, 42 fires were reported. That's roughly one every 10 days. While that's less than half a percentage point of the vehicles, clearly this is a problem. Uh, This is dangerous. Yeah, depending on the way you slice that statistic, it sounds okay or bad, right? Not like okay, okay, but like 407 out of 140,000, that's a really small percentage. But one of them catching on fire every 10 days, not so good. Not good. There's no clear pattern to what causes the fires, which is somehow worse that they catch fires in in multiple ways. Mm -hmm. There is one well-documented flaw that the lines carrying windshield washer fluid runs over the fuse box And as they age, these lines crack, and the fluid can cause shorts in the electrical components below. But fires have been reported and starting in various other places on the vehicle, and they caught fire in all sorts of temperatures and climates. Over the years, there have been many complaints about a general lack of maintenance to keep the vehicles reliable and safe. And don't forget, as we said earlier, these were built to last a certain amount of time, and that was extended. So I can't imagine that's helped. In some areas, the Postal Service has started replacing LLVs with other vehicles, including minivans, but there are still over 100,000 of these things on the roads slowly falling apart. Look, this comes down to budgetary issues. The organization is an independent agency under the executive branch of the federal government. As such, the Postal Service's budget is controlled by the U.S. Congress. This really is beyond the scope of today's episode, but the short version is that between Congress and pressure from private shipping companies, the post office is in the red by billions of dollars. There's a pretty good segment of Last Week Tonight on this, which uh, was going on last year during kind of like the height of the postal crisis. Uh, We'll include a link to that in the show notes. The budget situation has pushed the program to replace the LLV, 
down the road a few times. It keeps coming up. They keep having to delay it. But in 2015, the USPS finally started taking solicitations for new designs with the goal of having new trucks on the road just three years later in 2018. Several prototypes have been built by competing manufacturers, and then COVID slowed things down even more, like it slowed everything. But finally, in February 2021, the new fleet vehicle was unveiled. Dubbed the Next Generation Delivery Vehicle, NGDV. I hate it. I hate it. It's current generation when it's unveiled. (laughs) Well, Well, these have a trick, so we'll talk about this. Uh, The company Oshkosh Defense, which doesn't sound like a real company, (laughs) uh, they're going to build up to 165,000 of these vehicles over the next decade. These will be a big upgrade with such modern features as airbags and air conditioning. It's about time. They also feature a much larger windshield for better visibility, larger tires for better handling, and a 360-degree camera system that feeds into a front and rear collision avoidance system. The cars look super cool. Yeah, you know I said the LOV looked like it was designed by Pixar? I was wrong. This looks like it was designed by Pixar. Maybe it's just Pixar at different times. Right, like back in the Toy Story days, they they couldn't curve stuff. old 90s blocky... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so the initial NGDVs really rolls off the tongue. The NGDV mm-hmm. uh, will be powered by a fuel-efficient internal combustion engine with electric vehicles coming as well, and the vehicles will be designed in a way so that the powertrains can be switched to electric over time. That's pretty cool. It is cool, although I do kind of question if they should just be electric. I, I think from from reading some of this stuff... It seems like in a lot of the country, that's not quite feasible yet. Like, you got to remember right, that a right. large part of the U.S. is extremely spread out. Mm-hmm. Here, like in a city, yeah, I agree. They should all be electric. And I hope that big cities will get those. But a lot of these things have to cover a lot of miles and maybe the infrastructure is not there yet. But designing it to switch from internal combustion to electric is really cool. And that really, I think shows that they're thinking about this for the next several decades. You know, just yeah. like the LOV lasted a long time, this should too. Yeah, no, it's much better. Like, the LOV was built with a end date in mind, mm-hmm. but it feels like the NGDV program is built with <laughs> extension in mind. Yep. Which is cool. Our thanks to Tim for sending this in. Uh, super exciting, interesting stuff. I really want an LLV now. Oh, like, gosh. Just Here to we go. drive around. Mm-hmm. I would do the thing. I would repair it so it doesn't catch fire. Well, but, I, I'd assume that part was yeah, given. Yeah, if you want to read more about the LOV and the, this program and catch that last week tonight episode segment that Mike mentioned, it's all in our show notes at relay.fm slash ungenius slash 125. While you're there, you can send us an email with your favorite topic on Wikipedia. It'll go in our list and uh, the list that we pick from each and every episode. You can find us online Mike is on Twitter as I-M-Y-K-E, and you can follow me there as I-S-M-H. Until our next postal fire, Mike, say goodbye. Oshkosh. Bye, y'all.